Hello good people and welcome to the Brunswick Beer Collective. This is season 16. Yes, season 16. Uh, I am Chris Shorten. With me is Jeffrey Cheek. G'day. With me is Paul Christoph. Good evening. With me is Carl Campbell. Howdy. And we are back. We're actually back. We're like, yeah, you know. And this is the one where you don't need to ask what episode number it is. Exactly. And that's pretty easy. Exactly. Because number um, two, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Don't even start. Yeah, unlike last season, we're going to be doing these in chronological order, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, as, as opposed to, um, if you recall, last season was essentially, uh, we, I can't remember what order we rec- um, recorded them in, but that was definitely not how we released them, um, which meant that we could never say what episode number. But this time we will for sure. And this season is what we're calling the USA season. And that's because the reason why there's been a, a little longer gap between episodes or between seasons is because we, myself, Paul and Jeff, have been, were in the States. And we did a giant uh, tour, um, basically via uh, plane, train and... There was an automobile, yeah, yeah. Um, from uh, New York. Uh, down to uh, North Carolina, sorry, down to um, uh, DC, down to North Carolina, down to South Carolina, down to Georgia, to Alabama, which has a whole different sort of um, feel to it, those two states now, um, given the current um, news, Um, then to Louisiana, and then uh, I went across to Texas, and then Paul went across to California. Oh, yeah, California. So uh, for this season, every episode... Um, we one of the things we did was we smuggled, smuggled back. Um, how many beers did we smuggle back? Eighteen, I think. Eighteen, eighteen different beers that we smuggled back. Um, the bottle. I mean, smuggle is sort of yeah. you know, going. Well, it's just not yeah. true. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> by smuggle, we mean legally brought back brought legally back <laughs> and declared and everything got told. Got told do not was... pay duty on that. Mm, mm. Get out of my face! Like you know. Look, well, I got to ask where the cigarettes were. Of course, because you know the old, the old beer trick. It's you know you bring. Oh, it you back. declare something and then you declare you whatever you have, even though it's several mm. liters over the limit. And they say it's generally, oh yeah, how many cigarettes do you have? It's like no, I've had beer. Not it's just beer. <laughs> Go through. Um, it, it's it's nice that the status of beer is low enough that we can get away with that. Well, it's more that if they actually did tax you on it, they would not. That the amount of money it would cost them to tax you is something. more than the tax they would recoup. <laughs> Oh, and the amount of time it takes, it's like, it's not like we're bringing back 18 of the same beer. Yeah. 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 So we brought back 18 beers from each, with at least two from each state. Um, and so this episode, this episode is all about New York. And it's like the first, uh, the first state on the list. Well, it wasn't quite the first state on our list. Um, I mean, because uh, Paul, Paul flew, in, flew in through New York. I flew in through, well, we all flew in through um, um, Los Angeles, sadly. But um, LAX. Well, I didn't, I didn't have to deal with LAX. And I didn't fly in through LA. Actually, LAX is better. LAX is good course. these days. Yeah, LAX is good now. JFK, I flew into JFK. JFK is just a piece of shit. Oh, I fucking hate yeah. it. Unless you do what I did horrible. and go via Abu Dhabi. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Because yeah. in Abu Dhabi, you can clear US customs in Abu Dhabi. So you fly into JFK and just straight to the um, luggage pickup. Well, straight outside if you have no checked luggage. Well, we flew in via uh, Montreal. In Montreal, you do that as well. Um, they've got uh, the the US have got their own territory over there. We just sort of like, yeah, all right, yeah, you're you're good flying. 
um, which is helpful because you know if you're flying direct to um, like uh, you know anywhere in uh, JFK or LaGuardia or any of them, it's just it's a nightmare going through. Yeah. So we uh, flew into New York, but I uh, we flew in uh, sorry we flew into New York, but we got there by Montreal. And I guess I'll just mention a little bit because I feel like, you know, New York... Oh, wait, you. Yeah. Well, me and my significant other. Um, we went to Montreal. She who shall not be named. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Um, and she, well, she doesn't drink beer and she was hilariously um, uh, jet-lagged. But we went to Dieu de Seal, which was, nice. which was awesome. Um, and the best part is, the weird part is, that, like, because I had went there years ago, but not for, I haven't, obviously, when I lived there, um, it was around the corner from my house, but nobody really paid it any mind. It was just like another place on the, place in the area. But then, the, but then it was only when you come back here and that you sort of, um, people are like, oh, Judas Seal, that's a really amazing brewery. It's like, it was just a brewery around the corner. We, we, we went there every now and then, but there were other stuff and like, and so when, like, when we went back, or when I went back, it was like a whole different sort of, whole dif- different sort of feel because you're like, huh, it's that beer up there, and that beer. Anyway, but the hilarious part was we had a good chat, which I think is a interesting um, reflection where we're chatting with the guy who, like, one of the guys behind the bar there, and he was, um, he was saying that basically he had once seen a judicial beer in New Zealand or something. And the same thing that would have sold for like three dollars there was about twenty twenty five or something, and he just laughed his ass off, which I thought, yeah, that's a pretty good depiction of how all this works and why people um, bring in beers randomly in their suitcases. So then we went to uh, we flew into New York. However, Paul was already there. I'd already been there. So my first day in New York, I, well, first night, I should say, after about thirty six hours of commuting the long way via Abbey. Abu Dhabi, as I said, if you're asking why, frequent flyer points. Um, not, not to gain them, to spend them. To spend them. So, you know, mm. not complaining. So, yeah, got into New York in the, late in the afternoon and headed straight to Brooklyn Brewery, which I had not actually been to before. And it was just around the corner from Airbnb, and that was fun. That's always fun. Then the next day, next day I went to Other Half and... Which was the first trip, yeah. The first trip to it. Well, the, the first trip on that trip, yeah. Not the first time I'd been to other half. I'd been there once before. And that was fun. So I was just sitting by myself, drinking beers. And then ended up meeting these um, two mates. They were both from New Jersey. One was well, born and bred in New Jersey. The other was a Swedish guy that lived in New Jersey for, I think, seven years, who may or may not be listening. Um, hey, yo. So I started Swedish guy. And then we met this fourth guy who was this um, dude from London who... It was his first trip ever to New York and he'd tacked a couple of days on after his business trip and he was there by himself and all four of us by the end of it were all mates and doing bottle shares and of the, the rare stuff and it was, yeah, it was all very fun. Um, and I, because we went to, we went to other half like a few days later and that was like the first, uh, uh, we, we made the mistake of going to other uh, uh, blocking, putting aside like a Wednesday or something to um, go go to all these breweries, assuming that they'd be open at midday, but half of them didn't open till like four in the afternoon. But that kind of worked out because other half opened at midday, and so that was my first experience going in there. Um, it's like further down. Is it? It's still in Brooklyn, but it's like further down. Uh, not Dumbo. Close um, to Dumbo. No, like Red Hillish, Red Hooks. Red Hooks. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so 
it's just it's such an amazing sort of I mean it I, I think that you you look at it and you feel you get you feel a little bit spoiled when you look up there and it's like everything is um extreme double dry hop and the best part is everything you drink is like this is really really good it's like it, it it's it's something that and something I suppose that we discover later on in, in the trip where you know not every US brewery is going to be amazing but the other half genuinely was but you do get to choose which ones you yes. go to right yeah. not, it's not like an adventure where if you pass a brewery you must go <laughs> and it could be shit yeah oh god Although, we'll do the next time but it's that um that recalib- recalibration point of the um of the trip isn't it mm. you're like okay now we're in the US this is the quality of New England RPAs okay I need to adjust I can't just be rating everything as five right. although the hilarious part was that they did have the what was it Garage Project the Garage um, Project one that was there which I had not tried here because that was launched at the Mr. West thing I believe yeah I think that me and Ben went to because well we weren't going over to the US so <laughs> We decided we'd go and spend an exorbitant amount of money on other half beers at Mr. West rather <laughs> yeah, than... When was it? Was that like the week before? I think it was a week before yeah. you guys left. Um, and that was the disturbing... Because we got that message, I think, when we were... Uh, when we were at oh, the other half where you guys said it cost like $16. Because well, I sent the photo of the... The four-pack. Of one of the beers we'll drink later today and it was, you know, $18 US. Mm. <laughs> and this guy's like, yeah, we paid like $16 Australian for 150 mils mm. of something similar. Hey, got to have a shrink. But, but it, was, it is. It was worth it, though. Um, uh, yeah, it, I'm sure it was fun. worth it for all of us. Yeah. And where else did I go before you arrived? Um, place called Good Beer in East Village, which sells good beer. Um, unsurprisingly, it's a very small place, sort of. Um, yeah, it's um, Alphabet City. Yeah. 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 You kind yeah. of. I went there as well. Whatever is like twenty taps and then shelves, and um, yeah, that, that's all, that's always a good. Good, good spot, and I think that's all I really did. Beer was there two days before you rocked up. I definitely would have done something on the on the last night, but I can't remember. And it's not because I drank too much. I had I had some sort of stomach bug in the evening that day, so I didn't actually do go out the first and the which, second night. Which, which I got at one point. Yeah. Um, but then and then as so on that particular other half day we went. Which which was the place we went to? We went to Long Island City. Brewing, didn't we? I don't think so. No, I think you just made that up. <laughs> well, we went to Long Island City. We went to a brewery in Long Island City. But no, we went to a brewery um on Queens. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> so you can tell we haven't recorded for a while. Right? In Flushing, Queens. <laughs> you just yeah. wanted to say Flushing. Um, oh, I was just going to ask L- if you saw Fran Drescher. Well, that's right. I mean, yeah, yeah clearly that was a nanny reference. So uh, yes, it's, it's it's way over my head. L-I-C at L-I-C Beer Project, microbrewery, Long Island City. If we didn't go there, we'd definitely have beers from there. But, um, so this is the sort of thing where we... The, the hilarious part is that um, you do the brewery, and you um, Google for um, breweries Queens, and it thinks you're wanting to go for Queens Parade. Yeah, well, there is a brewery on Queens Parade, I suppose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, we yeah. definitely went to a brewery in Long Island City. It wasn't Long Island City. Um, wasn't Long Island City Brewery, which but, is a good brewery. Oh, Fifth Hammer. Fifth Hammer, that's the one. But so we went to Fifth Hammer Brewing, which um, happened to basically open like a few days, uh, like a few hours, like sorry, like 
Uh, it happened to open at four o'clock, which was very handy for us. It was one of those staggered things where like, oh, this one opens at four and this one opens at 4.30, this one opens at five, so. Um, but the weird part about Fifth Hamill was that it was a, it's like when that you stand there from at the front, you can get this perfect view of Manhattan from the other side. Oh, it's amazing view. Um, so that was the picture on their, um, like their Instagram, and that was the exact photo we walked up to. It was nice. Nice. Yeah, and that's some really good beers. But all of this was stalling because the next stop was off to Brooklyn. Again, because our friend uh, Miro had, he pretty much just got in touch and said, how about a tour? You guys are in New York. Do you want to, do you want a tour? To which obviously you'd never say no to Miro. I mean, he lives barley wine, barley wine is life. Um, you don't say no to a man like that. So we turned up and pretty much, um, uh, we, we were already pretty, I'm not going to say cut, but definitely we had a few at that point. We're on our way, yeah. Yeah, and then we, let's see, so we go, um, th- they immediately give us um, a pot when we walk in. Or, or no, it was a pint, wasn't it? Because everything's pints. Yeah. Um, pint when we walk in, and then a can about five minutes later. Yeah, the candles of this new release, seasonal sour. Yeah, which was quite good. And then we went on the tour, and the tour didn't last very long because pretty much um, it was like, have you guys seen a brewery before? Yes. Okay, well, you've, you've seen this now. Um, that's pretty much all you need. And then we went to the tasting room. As in we, it wasn't like if, if we had wanted to do the whole yeah, brewery yeah. spiel, we could have, but yeah. I mean, I've done the, I've done the brewery tour of Brooklyn mm, before. Yeah. They don't take you very deep into the brewery. They basically take you into the next room, give you the spiel, mm. and you're already tasting beer. It's not like Conan yeah. O'Brien waiting yeah, to the end. You put your glasses factory. on. Yeah. Safety goggles. Mm. So, yeah, so we're asking more like technical questions about yeah. you know various capacities and canning lines and all that sort of stuff. It was all very, all very interesting. Um, and then it wound up um, after going off to offer a taste of something that I, it was a creek, I think. Yep. Um, then it wound up pretty much they had black uh, black ops on tap. Black ops now. So the tap section, it's you sort of got your your um, regular your core range beers. Then sort of your beers that are kind of not corange, but they're made year round. And then you've got your section, which is um your seasonal, mm. more rare releases. And then you've got, the, I think it's four bottles at any given time. Um, we have like, yeah, we have Black Ops 2016 mm. in case for Creek 2012, yeah. all that sort of stuff. The Black Ops was in Tappan in Melbourne the other day. What? Yeah, I know. Yeah, Weird, I, right? I had it at um, Whiskey and Ailman. Yeah, it's, it's when on. me and Ben were there. <laughs> It's on at Loop Roof as well. Look, Did not look, expect to find it there. That's an odd one. I to know. Say it at. I know. But I'm guessing it's not promoted though. Nobody well, knows that. Well, it doesn't exist. It doesn't yeah. exist. Exactly. But, but so you now have to edit out that whole discussion just then. God damn it. <laughs> Sorry, Brooklyn. Um, just put a really long beep there. <laughs> God. Um, of course, that was the, uh, the Black Ops was all our undoing. Mostly because. Um, you know, you expected a sample and you got like, um, you know, a pot load or a chillip full. Yeah. Um, oh, come on, it's only 15 or 16. And then there's the barley one. Yeah, yeah, the barley the one as well. The barley one, which also we got like a pot mm-hmm. of. <laughs> um, anyway, suffice to say, that was the end of my night. You guys. Well, it wasn't the end of your yeah. night. You still pre- we proceeded to get pizza. <laughs> and you proceeded to put um, copious amounts of um, um, garlic. garlic. <laughs> Garlic powder and chili powder on your pizza until it was taken away from you. <laughs> um, rightly so. Um, <laughs> and not my finest hour. Yeah. However, that was that was the first night. 
then, because um, I was still ill from what, whatever Paul had at the start, Paul had another adventure on the next night. Yes. So, yes, that was um, a few people from Melbourne were in town. And, um, we, yeah, we decided to go on a bit of a... Well, we, we, did, we did go to that one random random mm. place that was playing the oh, yeah. Champions League game, but All with Spanish. the Spanish commentary. Yeah. And but, it was one of those you know, classic um, story that happens in a city like New York where you're like, oh, well, is there a place on Google Maps that says has craft beer? Yep, cool. Ten minute walk away, a couple of blocks. You go there. It's never come up as any research as a craft yeah. beer venue. But How many got, taps you know, are there? 60 something, 60, 60 taps. Right. Ridiculously, right. you know, beers, rare beers and stuff. And you're like, yep, this is just mm. a sports bar. And you could you could almost be certain that if they said, oh, you're a craft beer person. Well, we got beer. Yep. Um, I mean, they still had bud and everything, so. But yes, my, my adventure was um, started at Grimm, which was fantastic. And we're going to drink one of their beers soon. Yep. Yep. Got a couple of bottles from there to bring back. And that's amazing stuff on pretty much everything that almost everything that was in bottles was also on tap. Not a really extensive list, and it was a really nice venue. Not your usual kind of warehouse, quite you know bright and lots of you know white walls and bright lights and things. It was very nice. Then went to Interbar, which is just around the corner, which we'll also be drinking a beer from later. That was yep. Also that was yep. Bought a, a bought a four pack from there. We we have one left. And that was um that that was probably the start of the end, but that had um that they had very interesting cans. So they had little like, you know, little cans that you used to get or do get on planes, like one fifty mil or something, and they had their some um, seasonal stout, but it was in those size cans. I thought that's fantastic because normally when you've got these barrel aged stouts, yeah. they're in seven fifty mil bottles, and you're like, well, I want to try it, but. What am I going to do? Right. So having those little cans is fantastic. So I hope more breweries get on board with that. But yeah, after after Interborough, we went to um, this place that I can't even remember the name of. It was somebody pretty much mentioned, oh, um, saw on our Instagram that I posted where oh, I was in New York and we're in New York. And it was, oh, yeah, go to such and such venue and ask for so-and-so. They'll, they'll, um, they'll, they'll take care of you. It's like, okay. And it was... Relatively close to Interbar and that, but it kind of seemed like we're getting into more of a suburban area. So we're walking around, it's you know, late at night, we've had a few drinks, and we're like, is this like right? It looks like we're just walking through like houses now. And then, yeah, there's this little bar on the corner and yeah, really neighborhood kind of vibe, really, really cool. And then, yeah, ended up, ended up at a diner eating um, chicken and waffles. <laughs> and that's, that's our night to mentor him. It was a good night. Um, before we... Before we get on to the bid, Jeff, where did you explore when you were, when you arrived in New York? Uh, so where did I go? So I went to the Ginger Man, uh, the one on, um, I think that's two. So mm. I went, or are there? Are there two? Was there just the one and there's multiple. I think there's multiples in the US, the, the one in New York anyway. So, which is kind of like around Midtown. It's, yeah, it's awesome. It's probably the, one of the first places <laughs> I ever went to to have craft beer um, in the US. And it's actually the place where I first tried the Speedway Stout. So, it's, so that's ah. why it sticks in the memory. So I had a bit of a... Had a bit of a session there and then um, went to the District Tap House, which is kind of on kind of west-ish Manhattan. Um, so, yeah, so basically didn't have time to go and do the tour of the of all the breweries. So, you know, just made sure I got locals. Like, so had some Grimm, had some other half, had some Finback and, and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, no, it, was, it, was, it was good. But I was pretty much just, yeah, 
because I came in from London. So by the time I'd gotten out of JFK, it was already time to leave again. So, you know, it was only time for a few years. <laughs> it's, it's, it's typical. Yeah. Beer Street, that's the venue in... Beer that, Street. That night ended up, mm. ended up in, yeah. But, see, I, I, thought, I thought it was just trying to imply it was like, yeah, yeah, we'll end up on Beer Street. And, and that's just some sort of a state of mind. A New York state of mind? Definitely. So, we should actually talk about it because when I said that we we're going to drink the Grim Beer soon, I meant that we've been like drinking right now? it. Right now. We've been drinking it. Uh, the Grim Beer is the both sides now. It is a golden sour ale aged in oak barrels with peaches, apricots, and raspberries. And the label is cool as fuck. It's sort of, you know... Um, it, it, it is, I assume it's um, painted. It definitely um, looks painted, but it could be a Photoshop effect. Um, uh, brewed by Grimm in Brooklyn, uh, in New York. And it's got the usual Surgeon, Surgeon General's warning. Um, people, first impressions. Super sour. It's very sour. Well, uh, this, I did have this on, um, on draft when I was there, and it was one of my favourites. Um, yeah, it it's, has all the fruit flavours that it says it should. It's sour. It uh, ticks all the boxes that it claims. It is hilariously um, bright. Yeah, the raspberry definitely overtakes everything. Is, is the the big player in the bunch? Yeah. The the big question is, um, can you taste the apricot and the peaches? I have a hint of the peach. Not really sure about the apricot. See, I thought I could taste the apricot. I can definitely taste the apricot. Can you taste the orange though, Chris? Can you taste the orange? So much orange. <laughs> it's like packed full of orange. Well, it's um, so golden sour beer fermented with aged hops and a mixed culture aged in select oak barrels and re-fermented with four pounds per gallon of peaches, raspberries and apricots. Mm. It's a lot of fruit. Mm. But, so what are people saying about it? Let's see. Uh, Trick the Pirate at the Hopyard on um, 18th of May this year. He gave it 4.25, but he said it's a 4.375, really. <laughs> yeah, they should just really get onto it. You know, There's the, a uh, couple of people that I've scrolled past that are doing that. 4.25, actually 4.3. <laughs> yeah. No, you just do, do what Zamato did and get rid of the increments, so now you can only rate things from 1 to 5 in whole numbers. Yeah, I think people who are actually 4.3 just need to go live with the people who do who comment late check-in. They, they, all, they all need to live together in the desert. <laughs> Go on. Um, there's a guy called Jason B at a place called Karate Quest. I want to. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll answer you yes. the, the obvious question in a minute. Um, FLN, absolutely phenomenal. Tastes like fresh jam. Uh, Karate Quest is a martial arts dojo in WA. Is Ferndale a suburb in WA? Yep. Yep, there you go. That's, where, that's where this guy is. Yeah. Just checking it wasn't like Washington State or no, something no, like that, that, so, that, which that it is. could be. There's <laughs> not a lot of comments on this. But yeah. a lot of people having it at a um, in other the... half Finback and Grim Tap takeover. Oh, at um at the McKellar um, yeah. beer, yeah. Festi- this, beer celebration. Yeah, over in, that um, tap list looks in insane. On the tenth of on the tenth of this month. Yeah. Well, it's a, quite a new beer. There's only like a thousand check-ins Ooh. overall. And wow. And a, a uh, yeah, but. Yeah, maybe I should, because I deliberately didn't go to that, because when I've just been in New York, I should mm. go somewhere else and have other things. Mm. Which is which is a, um, a logical um, mm. idea. Yeah, people are just giving up on saying things about beer. 
I think in those situations where you, well, here we go. You've got such a so many, so many it's, beers you want to try, yeah. and you can't really. So the week before that, there was Handfest with two A's, and that was in what? Jacob Borschgate Six Drama Uskrud. H double A. That has to be like Holland. Dutch, right? Um, well, there's Hamburgeriet. I think they are. Where are they from? I don't um, think it's Dutch. No, they'd be. They'd be Swedish. It's, uh, They're Norwegian. Norwegian. Hamburgeriet. So it may close. Be, uh, well, it means means they were Swedish at some stage. Yeah, Sweden owned yeah. Norway. Yeah, well, you got the. It's like Norway and Sweden have the. Um, Regariat and all the other ones have yeah. the, the Brug house. Yes, that's right. Well, here we here we go. So, on the day when it first became available, it would appear twenty fifth of April this year. Um, Lewis at Archer and Goat, Grim Sour dot 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 raspberries dot dot dot. I'm toast. Four stars. All right, give me two more. Uh, J N at location undisclosed. Raspberry at first and apricot finish. Tart and fruity. So good. Gave it 4.75 out of 5. Ooh, that's a high score. All right, one more. Um, Sean J, location unlisted. Super solid, 4.5. Mm, I like that. Simple. So what do we think then? I am sticking with my original rating and giving it a 4.5. It is very good. And I would and am drinking it again. <laughs> How convenient. Yeah. I'd give it a 4.5. Super balanced, nice tart. Like the, the amount of sourness I really like from a sour, um, but still punchy fruit flavor. It's held up really well. Especially how many um, you know, um, suitcases it's been through. Yeah, exactly. It's a, it survived a trip back past TSA. Yeah. And you should have seen the good old, good old TSA with a trusty um, inability to pack beers properly. I'd packed everything quite nicely, and then as soon as I opened the suitcase, I had that nice little slip at the top that tells you that TSA's gone through your shit. It's like, fantastic. And luckily, everything survived, but yeah, there were like necks of bottles on the edge of suitcases, not wrapped in anything. Uh, it's like, for fuck's sake. Jeff, what do you think? Yeah, four and a half. I think this is, yeah, this is really good. Like, super sour, but still eminently drinkable, which is, you know, not true of things that... Are usually super sour. Or other things. <laughs> that was that was that was eloquent. I'm awesome. We're we're all back. We're all back. Um, yeah, I'm four point five as well. It's it's balanced. It's interesting, and I think they've just done a great job. So it's four point five people. Um, we are going to take a quick break, and then we'll be back with two more beers. And we are on to our second beer for this episode. And this one is one that, well, I feel like this beer had quite the journey with us because this started out where Paul bought it uh, as part of the four-pack at Other Half Brewing. Um, yes, it's the Other Half Beer. Um, and then it travelled with us um, for the entire journey um, in suitcases all the way to, uh, basically, I had it in my suitcase all the way home to Melbourne. 
Um, and you know what we should have done? We should have tried that, but with a deep dish pizza. We should have taken a deep dish pizza, <laughs> pizza. <laughs> through the whole trip. <laughs> we'll get to that later. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's for another episode. This, this pizza, this yeah. pizza probably could have its own episode. It's probably still alive. <laughs> uh, you're going to have to wait till Atlanta for that, for that story, but we will get to it. Oh, God, I can't believe deep dish pizzas. Anyway, so this... I've got deep dish pizza right now. Oh, yeah, right now. Slice here. Can you would, actually would buy it? Can you actually buy no, it? There is nobody in Australia that has a real deep dish pizza. I, I, mean, I think the closest would have been when Capitano... Well, Capitano did that um, Detroit deep dish that night where they did Detroit-style deep dish, which is different than Chicago deep dish. I've not had it before. That would have been a good one to go to. But there isn't a restaurant that you can just go to in anywhere in Australia. I've done a lot of research because when I first came back from Chicago... Um, Jeff is showing us a picture of a deep dish yeah. pizza that looks like a quiche. Yeah, it's, it, does, it does look like a quiche, <laughs> yeah. you're right. It's, it's, just, it's just a quiche. Uh, welcome to a signature Brunswick Beer Collective normal. Um, so we're drinking the other half. Uh, extra, no, more citra. All citra. What is it actually? More citra more, than more all citra. Than all all right. Come on, Chris. <laughs> Aren't you the words person? Uh, uh, I'm yeah, back in the game. We're back in the game. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, look, at the, look at the pops on the screen right there. <laughs> so, this is from other half. People, have we all sipped? Yes, we have. Are we enjoying it? That's right. good. Um. Mm. And it is almost 100, it's not quite 150 mils, but, you know, it's probably similar to the $16. It's held up quite well, given the amount of time it's been in and out of fridges in mm, various yeah, states. Absolutely. Mm. Um, and it's been under under my kitchen table for a few probably weeks seems well. a bit, I'd probably say it seems a little bit more bitter than I, than it was when it was yep. fresh, mm. but it's yeah held up better than I thought. Yeah, well, that's what would happen in, over time. Like, the first thing that's going to drop out is that, that dry hopping, which will give it the... That big for, sort of fruity, juicy flavoring. Yeah. Mm. God, it's good. Still really, still yeah, still fantastic. Uh, it's 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 the sort of taste that, uh, you know, you get that instant flooding back to actually, you know, being at the brewery and like, it, it's it's nice. I should have had this at the start. I'd better remember more. Um, all right. <laughs> what are people saying about this? Uh, that's a good question. I, I found one immediately that I just like. It's a terrible check-in. But it's going to piss Jeff off. Is so. it had it last night? It's really oh, a no, victory. no, better than that. <laughs> oh, go on. Four point. So Amanda X. Unfortunately, this is my table, so I'm not going to flip no. it. Uh, 4.5. Late check-in from May 10. This was checked in on May 19th. Yeah, get fucked. <laughs> Fuck you, Amanda X. <laughs> Does anyone have anything else? Well, there's a lot of this at um, for uh, beer celebration. So a lot of the stuff that's come up recently is from McKellar, yes. from the McKellar week. Uh, so we've got one here from Magnus at Omnipolos Flora. Magisk, which I assume means magic. That's crazy. I'm not, I'm not buying it. 4.75. Wow. Wow. Uh, we've got um, Antonio F. at the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. <laughs> purchased at Other Half Brewing Company. So clearly the mm. man takes tea with him to church. It's uh, the best way to get through it. Perfectenschlag. Five out of five. Yes. Very perfect. Perfectenschlag. 
There you go. T- Tony A at Tony's Pup House. Tony Abbott? Is it Tony Abbott? Yeah, let's say it's Tony Abbott. Fuck. Look at it. Would you just look at it? 4.75. <laughs> it's very hazy. It's, yeah, it's like, super hazy. But, um, all Citra, more Citra than Citra? So more Citra than all Citra. Jeff S. Channeling Dr. Jeff, maybe. Not sure if I'm more pissed that about that limb knocking me off the ladder for a 10-foot fall and crippling my leg <laughs> or the fact it spilled my beer. 4.5 <laughs> out of 5. That, there's so much to unpack. That there is a lot to unpack. Like, yeah, we don't have time to unpack yeah. all of that. Um, and then immediately below, there's a guy who checked in at a physical therapy joint, also called Jeff, but not Jeff S. It sounded, sounds like Jeff S needs some physical therapy. Anyway, citrus bomb, smooth as fuck. This one is dangerous with that high ABV and easy drinkability. Voodoo. Thanks for this one, Joe. And tag some friends, which Thank we all had to friggin' do recently. The tag oh, a friend yeah. thing it was so to, annoying. Oh, for the badge, yeah. The badge. God damn it. Which just got yeah, just got annoyed. Okay, well this guy Eric S. He's um he's put his own spin on the late check in. He's a uh, later tapping <laughs> with a uh, you know hyphen, not later tapping, later tapping. Yeah, tip of all the tip of the way. I like it. Multi and all caps. Very hoppy. This ain't um, no the, the perfect balance or anything, but we love the try. 4.25. And he's tagged in a pair of 3D sunglasses. Look, g- given the fact that he said that it was, um, you know, he said a lot of things that were kind of negative about it, 4.25 is still pretty good. Are not all sunglasses three-dimensional? I don't know. And that, that one's... Uh, it, unless you mean 3D theater glasses. Well, I'm talking about like... like, ev- like oh, just everything sunglasses is three-dimensional. Like just, yeah. Okay. Oh, God, this has got deep... Deep really quickly. I know. Yes, I you're know. exactly right. Uh, so I've got E. That's literally all it says. <laughs> Nothing past that. I approve that. Uh, another 10% of to the dome because why the fuck not? Better be telling my direct supervisor in the spawn of Satan to choke on a bag of dicks. <laughs> <laughs> a whole bag of them. <laughs> yeah, a whole bag. Oh, yeah, and that actually does raise a good thing. Do you guys think it was a... Oh, sorry. If you didn't know, would you think it was a 10.5? Not at no, all. No. Because right. I had forgotten about that until you said that. It's like, oh, yeah, fuck. Yeah, I saw that and, like, swung back up to the top to be like, can't be a 10.5. All right. Uh, what do we think about this monster? I really like it. I yeah. mean, I think, yeah, I mean, I think Paul raised a good point at the start about, you know, you just kind of need to reset your sort of calibration of what's, how good things are. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, and I think it's travelled amazingly well, given sort of the fact that we did not treat it well at all. Um, you know, kept it keen and all of that. So, yeah. Um, I, th- I think we can thank um, Amtrak, uh, Southwest Airways and United um, and our friends at TSA. Uh, Paul, what do you think? Um, I'm giving it a 4.75. Cause, I mean, Other Half is yeah one of my favourite breweries when it comes to style of beer. Citra is one of my favourite hops and this, yeah, does all the things I like. I couldn't really, especially maybe, yeah, maybe now it's a 4.5 and it was back at the brewery a 4.75. It's just a fantastic, one of the best other half beers and one of the best neaters I've ever had. Kyle? 
I'd give it a 4.5. I would have loved to have tried it three or four weeks ago just so I had a baseline to see how well it traveled. It, you know, based on other beers that I've had that have come across from the States, it has held up quite well. Um, still got a good hot profile. But yeah, it's, you can definitely tell there was a bit more or something there that's dropped mm. off a little bit. I, I'm 4.5 as well. I think it's, it's again, it has dropped off a little bit. It's still an amazing beer. I, yeah. don't, I don't know what the balance is. Though. Yeah, I think I give four and a half as well. I think I, I just, yeah, partly I don't like it more than the previous beer. Like mm. I really like both of them. And yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, very, very good beer. Amazing representation of this style and hides the booze really well too. They're such glorious bastards. I hope we see more of their beers out here um, at prices that we can afford. Yeah, we'll, just find, we'll just find a cheap flight to New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll just send one person over to mule them all back. We'll better fly direct there soon. That'll be interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So on that glorious note, uh, we're going to move on to our next beer. Our last beer. And we're on to our last beer for this episode. And this is a beer that Paul pick up, picked up for us. It's also from Grimm. Um, but it's also Grimm and other half collaboration. It is... So it's also from Other Half. It's crazy. And yeah. Grimm. I'm, so. I'm looking at Untap now and I'm like, do I click the Other Half one or the Grimm? Yeah, that's a good question. This is the Grimm one. The, this is the Jam this... Don't Shake. Oh, Jesus. Um, it's a PB&J mm. style. Yeah. I noticed that too. Yeah, I didn't see it was 17%. With, with <laughs> peanut butter, raspberries and milk sugar. Um, it is 17%. Yeah, well, it's, it's it's an outrageously delicious collaboration with our Brooklyn neighbours' other half. The PB&J-inspired milk stout, Imperial Milk Stout bursts out of the glass with mammoth flavours of raspberry jam and salty roasted peanuts. We were talking about salty nuts earlier, mm. weren't we? Yeah. Mm. I think the uh, word was ma- crusty. <laughs> ma- ma- many feeds ago. At a whopping 17% ABV, the alcohol was incredibly well hidden within a velvety elixir of oats, caramel malts and roasted barley. There you go. Um, first impressions, people. That's oh, PB and J. Like it's bang on. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Mm. Yeah, the flavor's intense. Mm. Yeah, but also this. I think this is more of a miracle in covering up the alcohol than the other yeah. half. Yeah. How is this seventeen mm. percent? But I should flag by the way the how it where it tells you that it's the alcohol is in just like a splodge of um, jam. I, th- I think it's well done. Um, for a first impression, Paul. I yeah. mean, you've already had it. Um, yeah, it's it's, it's PB and J. <laughs> it is exactly that. It's amazing. It, it, it is it is like a wall. Um, like a wall of you know PB and J. Mm. What other people say? Well, some do. Like the, so, the most recent check-in I've got on here, um, which was five hours ago at the District Tap House, the place that I went to mm. Um, mm. in New York. He gave it point two five, like naught. 0.25. Oh. Well, what's interestingly averaging just below four. Yeah, well, I've, I've found a couple of like, there's a lot of super positive ones and then a bunch of negative ones like this one. Um, Joe A at Lord Hobo. So much jelly, no balance. I know pastry, spel- pastry stouts aren't supposed to be balanced. Tough to get this guy down. Three. Right. That's, that's brutal. Yeah, I just, I don't see it. Uh, Amanda J, who took a photo of it with a PB&J, um, 
So we made a PB&J because we were stoked about this. Smells like chocolate raspberry ice cream, but tasted, tastes velvety and salty. So good. And the double clap emoji, 4.25. Jack W. St. Elias. What? The berry is great. How is this 17%? No caps used at all. Hashtag famous last words, 4.75. Yeah, yeah, very polarizing. This beer was hard to enjoy. Super sweet with a licorice raisin taste. Barrel was overpowering, and this is coming from a guy who loves high ABV, 2.75. Had it on draft. Hmm. Like, here's one, here's one that's not... It's kind of in the middle. Sean S. at the Seneca. Crazy. I've never tasted anything like it. Too intense to drink a full glass, but damn, it's interesting. And a four, which I think is a really good distillation of this because I don't mm. think I could have a lot of this. No, no, but the stuff I'm having, I really like. Yeah, I think this is precisely about as much of this beer as I can have, mm. is, is what's in this glass. I, yeah, uh, I'm happy it's a share. Um, pretty sure it was available in pints at the uh, brewery. What, and uh, not in tiny cans? No, no, I did go for a small four though at the time. It's probably wise, yeah. yeah. Matt, Matt S, also a Lord Hobo. I've never... Is this a menu? No, it is a venue. It's a verified venue. Um, I've never had a PB&J, so I don't get what it's aiming for. It doesn't seem like 7% on the thin side. Three and a half. Uh, very, so this is uh, John O. Uh, very, John o. very jam slash berry forward with peanut butter on the back. PB&J cookie helps too. Very dangerous at 17%. Delicious. 4.75. I definitely agree with the dangerous part. This is, this is an interesting one. Arthur D at the Beer Market in Rochester. This one is more creamy and less gritty than the other half version. The beer is more subtle and the peanut more forward in both aroma and taste. 4.25. Wait, wait. So there's a Grimm version on the... Yeah, so they must have brewed a version at Grimm and a, a version at other half, which seems real weird because mm. they're not that far away. No. <laughs> interesting. A lot of people seem to be saying that there's not enough peanut butter in it. Hmm. I, I can definitely taste. Yeah, I don't think you'd want too much more. Like, uh, although I, I do feel like the like the um, the um, I was going to say the jam, but the the jelly kind of overtakes it. Yeah, does make my. I was promised peanut butter and jelly. This Nicholas C. Mm. This is anything but a pleasing combination of peanut butter and jelly. Oof, worst rating. Avoid point two five. Worst rating ever. It's like, come on. All right, what do we think about this beast? I think that I haven't pointed out yet is the salt in this. It's very salty. Mm. Quite a few people on Untapped, yeah, comment on that too. But I think it complements it really well because it's super sweet. Mm. Mm. Yes, it is. Yeah, it is super salty. Uh, it's enjoyable. I'll I'll speak first. It's 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 a four for me. Yeah. It's a, it, it is a really interesting, really um, great sort of beer, but I, it's a lot to handle. Um, 4.25 for me. That's what I gave it before, and it's what I'll give it again. I, I really like it, but yeah, you don't want to drink a lot of it. Yeah, I, think give... so I was going to say, I think sometimes with some of these beers also, I think people maybe grab a bottle and think I'm going to drink a beer and... By the time they rate it, they're at the end of it, and they're like, "Yeah, probably shouldn't have drunk a full bottle." A whole bottle, seventeen percent. Yeah, definitely. Like, I'd give it a four point two five. It's definitely a sharing beer. I think if someone had given me 
a full pot or anything more than that and I would have got to the end of it and given it a worse rating because after that much you would I doubt I'd be enjoying it anymore mm. Mm. I'm going to give it a four as well I mean I think it's it's very it's good um but yeah, even I find, you know, and also I'm not a sweet tooth, so I think I'm just finding something a little bit abrasive on the front in the flavour. Maybe it's that jelly flavour or, or, or something. Um, yeah, I mean, but it's doing an amazing job of covering um, the 17% alcohol, and I do like it overall, but it's just, yeah, I'm just disliking something about it. Yeah, something's not... It's not, it's not Something's not gelling quite right. Jellying? Or jellying. <laughs> ah. I, I, I thought you were aiming for that. So, Let's pretend it was. We so, need a tiebreaker. Um, how do we tiebreak? We can ask this well, person. Yeah, could, could, could we ask, could we ask, could we ask the two silence room? Um, we, we need one of them though. We only need one of them. So, so we the, we the joy with this beer that we um, although there are four of us on air, there are six of us at the table. Um, so the people who aren't speaking, you can put up your hands and. Well, one us. of them has already checked it in and untapped, and it said it's a fucking five point five. Post that on your podcast. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, who is that? So not that person then. Let's ask the other person. Yeah. Let's ask the other person. We didn't speak. Um, I'm agreeing with the, the guys that went 4.25. I'm really liking it, and I think I I actually find it quite well balanced. And I think it's a very 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 good beer. 4.25. It 4. is. 4.25. 4.25. It is. Um, 5.5. Uh, just couldn't keep quiet just couldn't do it that was Ben on speaking first and that was Mario speaking second Mario this is his first time on the podcast hi Mario Um, on that note this has been our first episode for season 16 of the USA season time to get on that uh, rapidly uh, um, hurriedly rebooked train down to DC (laughs) exactly so we will be back next week and we'll be in uh, Washington, D.C. Or we'll be in um, the state, District of Columbia slash uh, Maryland. Is it Maryland? Yep. Yes. So um, until next week, uh, I've been Chris Shorten. With me has been Jeffrey G. Evening. Carl Campbell. Ciao. Paul Christoph. See you next time. And people who don't want to be named. And we will talk to you all well, we've next We've named them. Week. <laughs> <laughs>